Hi, this is Colleen McGee welcoming you to another episode of Fort Riley the podcast. And this week we're talking about old stuff. During a recent storm, some old stuff was discovered at the base of a tree that had been uprooted by the wind. Well, that old stuff happened to be artifacts that helped tell the history of Fort Riley and the people who lived here both before and after it became an army installation. Listen as we dive into how we take care of and preserve the bits of history that are found in the ground at Fort Riley. Okay, I'm uh, Trevor Morosky. Uh, I'm the lead archaeologist for the Kansas State Contractors, so we're all... So yeah, it's been uh, an inter interesting ordeal. Um, it looked like uh, it was a tree that, during that storm, it had a lot of termite damage, and I think that's the case with a lot of these trees. They have termite damage near the base, and that's why they're snapping there. So what would explain, do you think, this concentration of items at the root of this tree? Oh, it's almost certainly a dump. I mean, okay. it, it, a couple things, you know, like we're seeing a lot of various things, structural, but they're all broken. They're all discarded. But, yeah, it would definitely be a dump. You see with a lot of these, these burn bones, it, you know that they actually, you know, people burn their trash piles. It looks like that fire was directly put to those bones, so... Uh, you'll get that a lot, and you get some distortion sometimes of glass. But it wouldn't have been a very intense fire, it doesn't look like. Uh, there's a centennial harmonica, or what's left of it. Oh. Um, so it was made in 1876, or around that time. And this was at, uh, he brought these over Wilhelm B for the, um, the World's Fair in Philadelphia. This has been one of the better pieces for giving us a date, and that's really the big thing, is finding the ones, the diagnostics. Yeah, I think the most important thing in all of this has been that, uh, and I got to go through the whole process of who reported to who, but that, that people did say, hey, look, there's stuff coming out of the ground, and they held on to some of it, especially this piece here, which is really critical. I think there were some other bottles that were in there that were taken, um, whether they didn't know any better or what. I mean, but obviously we want to keep the history of Fort Riley on Fort Riley and not, you know, people's. Well, and it all tells a story, and the more intact pieces or, that you have or pieces, mm -hmm. like a lot of these glass bottles would have had symbols on the bottom. Right. right? Those maker's marks are what we really depend on to give us. And, and of course, people that want these show pieces or whatever, they, they want those bits more than anything, too. So it's kind of one of those things. So they, they kind of see dollar signs in their head or they just think it looks neat. And, um, you know, we do lose a, a bit of history. Or, uh. Pertaining to Fort Riley and artifacts, I mean, we know this place has been going since, what, 1850-whatever it was. 1853 yeah. Historically, it turns out European. Um, now, before that, uh, there were Kansas uh, Reservation. This would have been, uh, that, that kind of gets complicated with certain things. But, yeah, um, in terms of the base, 1853. So we actually have a good diverse amount of historic artifacts that are probably prevalent all over the installation. Storms like the one we had Saturday help turn that kind of stuff up. Right. When somebody finds something they think might be an artifact, who do they call? Uh, they should definitely mm -hmm. contact uh, cultural resources. You know, the storm's part of the equation. It's people doing the right thing and instead of taking antiques and collectors, you know, for whatever reason, um, to actually contact the people that will curate it and put it on display for everybody to see. Um, obviously, we've got that, the museums will be opening up here this fall, so we're excited mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those things don't get there without, you know, people reporting things that they see. Um, what does gathering and preserving these artifacts do for us today? It uh, gives us a sense of connection uh, in place and time of what happened here before us. 
um, the more of the day-to-day lives and how different things were then. So it creates a context. Uh, you also get an idea of culture and the, the people that are coming in. Obviously, um, uh, during the historic time periods, uh, there's a lot of, with Bleeding Kansas, all this, you've got people of, that are coming from overseas, a ton of them from Sweden, Germany, um, and England as well, and all over Europe. And uh, you'll see things potentially that relate to their culture, maybe that they brought with them, or get an idea of what maybe some of their values were. And so you're dealing with a lot of different cultures. You know, it's not a, not exactly a melting pot. Like they're, it's it, the melting's happening, but there's no like established culture. Thank you for tuning in for this week's edition of Fort Riley the podcast. And remember, if you find something that you think might be of interest, call the conservation branch of the Environmental Division of our Directorate of Public Works at 785-239-3110. Your find just might be another piece in the history of Fort Riley. <laughs>